The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 598. 598 indeed. Here we are in last episode's hidey hole, the the, the volunteer hidey hole. It, it's like just fall on in and it's it's complete. Uh, so so yeah, that's that's where we are here. <laughs> but yeah, it is episode 598 of the series. As I secure that hidey hole, grab Wolfie. It looks like we're pretty cleaned up with our inventory. Need some wood. But that's that's all right. We'll do fine. Well done, little skylight, little uh, <laughs> hidey hole trap. You've you've done good things for us. You served your purpose, and we shall continue on here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. This episode going up on Wednesday, July twentieth, twenty sixteen. Recording it on Monday, but I don't have time to get everything up and at them in time for Tuesday. So we'll call this a Wednesday, July 20th episode. And we're continuing to raise money for Child's Play Charity. At the time of recording, we are at $35,799 raised at farlandsorbust.com. 59% of the way to our $60,000 goal. And all that much closer to our $40,000 mini goal that I set forth in the last episode. When we reach $40,000 for Child's Play Charity, I will join and play on the Mind Crack Crackapacka, the Crackpack modded server. And that, uh, that will, that's a thing that will happen. That, that typically would not have happened, uh, or will not happen unless that happens, if, if I'm making any sense. Am I, do I happen to be making any sense? But, uh, yeah. Looking forward to the, the support for that. Much appreciated, and ooh, spoiler! Thought I heard something. Heard something suspicious. Nah, we're alright. So yeah, got got some wood. Got a bunch of boats. Got a brand new, brand new axe. I think we're ready to get going here. So yeah, uh, farlinesbus.com. Donate to Child's Play Charity. Uh, yesterday, for me anyway, or or Monday early morning for people on the East Coast. SpaceX, I forgot to mention, because I didn't know, I wasn't paying attention, but uh, SpaceX had another Falcon 9 launch of their Dragon capsule to the International Space Station. It's not arrived there yet, but uh, another launch of the Falcon 9. Very successful launch. No no scrubs or delays or anything. It launched, and that first stage of the Falcon 9 turned around and came back and landed on land. Not at the barge, but actually back on land at Kennedy Space Center, uh, uh, or more accurately, the uh, uh, Air Force Base. What is? I've forgotten the name of it already. I've got I've got Vandenberg stuck in my head, but that's the one in California. Uh, Cape Canaveral. There we go. Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. So yeah. Another, a lot easier it seems, easy, <laughs> gigantic air quotes, to to land these first stages back on solid ground, 
on a stationary target versus the the rolling and the moving and the very small target that is the, the barge at sea. But no small feat anyway, indeed. And it was a good little webcast and watched, and uh, that was good times indeed. And success! Much success. Of course, also speaking of success, July 20th, the day this episode's coming up, is the anniversary of the Apollo 11 landing on the moon in 1969. 47 years, I think, is the anniversary of Neil Armstrong taking that, that first step on an alien world craziness. So yeah, that's another, another very uh, appropriate thing to remember about July 20th. Apollo 11 landing and then the first steps on the moon. On the moon! <laughs> craziness, I say. Craziness. Yeah, a few little space things happening there. Ooh, interesting. Let's take the bridge, I'd say. Instead of getting stuck in the... Instead of getting stuck in the lagoon, let's take the bridge and continue onwards to the far lands. I'm seeing a lot of... Well, I always see a lot of questions, but a lot of questions about the series in the YouTube comments. Perhaps new viewers, new subscribers, new Farlanders are just joining us and not fully up to speed on, on what's going on. So I'll do a little bit of a recap. Not a, not a big full one like I normally do. Uh, a lot of people are asking about the offset. Somebody thought the offset increased again. No, no, we're still at two, two texture pixels. It's going to be a long ways until we reach... It's going to double the next time to four texture pixels. And essentially, this is what's causing the quote-unquote lag. It's not lag. It's actually the mathematics. The mathematics of the game using floating point precision as opposed to uh, double... Double something, double something precision. Uh, a little bit of a mix-up on the programming part of Minecraft in this version. And the the block selector is where the game thinks we are, as opposed to the texture of the block is where the world is. So that's what's causing, from our pers perspective, the jitteriness when we walk in this direction. Uh, but it has not increased. It recently increased uh, a little bit over a year ago. It went from one texture pixel to the two texture pixels, and we actually... We turned around and went back and, and did some science! Science! Hello, Wolf. We did some science uh, to see how that affected the game at that border that it switched over. Uh, the little... Uh, the decimal point floated over, basically. But it's going to be double that time. Double that time until we double that number again. It's, uh, there's a mathematical word for it. Logarithmic. Uh, it's, uh, compounding? It's, uh, I don't know. One of those words that means it gets bigger and bigger every time. Hey! But, uh, yeah, so that's why that's happening. That's just one of the, the crazy effects of this being this far out. We're well over, far out, man! We're well over, uh, two million, well over two million blocks from the zero point on the map. And as that number gets bigger and bigger, the the precision gets lesser and lesser, and that's what happens. Of course, there is, if, if it does become a bother, it's not a bother to me yet playing the game. It might be a bother to you watching because uh, you're, you're seeing it in a lower frame rate than I'm seeing it in the game. But then again, then again, I say, well, we tried, we tried with an episode of Far Lands of Bust in 60 frames per second, and I got more complaints about it, so I reduced it back to 30 frames. 
Uh, of course, I'm getting 205 frames playing right here while I'm playing on, on, on here. Obviously, though, my, my monitor only has a refresh rate of 60, so I don't know what I'm seeing. I, I don't know what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm, it's, it's all fluzzy. Fluzzy? Fluzzy wuzzy was a bear. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what's happening. If it does, it, if and when it does get worse, there is a fix. There's been shared with me a fix that, that fixes that bug, that mistake. Uh, changes it from floating point precision to double rounding precision or whatever the other alternative is. Mathematics! I don't know them very well. So yeah, that's what that's all about. That's the main question I get. Uh, I've never died in this Let's Play series. The first ten episodes were a standard Let's Play series. Exploring, fighting mobs, digging up diamonds, getting lost, building a cabin. You know, it was a normal uh, Minecraft Let's Play. Even then I didn't die, and, and even since then, since over five years, I have not died. My character has not died in this world, in this Minecraft world. And if I do die, if I were to die, that is why I make hidey holes and elevated hidey holes every night. I'm not gonna walk through the night, I'm gonna sleep, because that resets my spawn point. So it's kind of a stopgap, so I don't get all the way sent all the way back to zero, or near zero zero, where my original spawn was. Got a little bit of a insurance program there. Of course, all the items, all the items may or may not be lost if that were to ever happen. I've come close, within half a heart of death in certain situations, uh, and within half a block of falling into uh, unseen lava. That happened before, too. Just like in the last episode, I accidentally fell through that one block by one block uh, hole in the ground. That could have been bad. That could have been bad. So yeah, I never died. Been doing this for over five years. How much longer is going to take? I don't know. That's debatable. Upwards of 20 years. Some people say 12 years. Who knows? We'll just have to wait until we do finally raise that $60,000 for Child's Play charity, because then... Careful of I! Then I'll be able to press F3, and then we can... We can further refine the calculations. Further refine them indeed. So yeah, and this is... This is Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. That's why I don't have a hunger bar, that's why I can't sprint, that's why I can't ride a horse, or anything like that. So... That works. You can go to farlinesbus.com on the about page. There are there are FAQs, frequently asked cues that uh, a lot of these these questions are answered there. And while you're there, you can donate to Child's Play Charity. Hey, how about that? How about it, everybody? It's a it's a it's a it's a deal. I say deal of the century. Let's go to sleep and uh, continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. And a continuing nonness. Woo! Spunk. Actually let's let's use a boat since we got it. Got a bunch of questions here from, from donors. Some people very excited and, and working towards getting me to play on that modded Minecraft server with the mind crack crack pack. That's a mouthful. Shadow Wolf actually gave their donation. A lot of these people gave their donation before I announced that, but let's just pretend. Everybody's everybody's all for it. Hey, zombie. Uh, Shadow Wolf asks, how do you like the weather between Arizona and Illinois? Between Arizona and Illinois? 
You mean like Kansas <laughs> or Nebraska or something? That because that's somewhere between Arizona and Illinois. No, um, comparing the two, I'm assuming is what you're asking. <laughs> that's a tough call. I don't think there's any one place that's perfect. Um, obviously. The problem with Illinois is that it's very, well, you don't know the Midwest, it's very, very humid, very humid during the summers. Heat waves every now and again, humid, rains a lot, humid, lots of humidity. Uh, and then during the winters, obviously, very cold, a lot of snow usually. Uh, and then the other months, <laughs> your, your springs and your falls are just cloudy and gross. And rainy. Um, so there's that. However, in Arizona, pretty nice most of the time. Most of the time, pretty nice. Nice. However, <laughs> however, asterisk, during the summer times between, say, the end of April and beginning of September, it's, it's the surface of the sun. Um, I mean, even just, like, not even, yeah, we have those heat waves where it gets up to, like, 118 degrees Fahrenheit or whatever, but just standard, normally, it gets up to 110 or so. You know, that's kind of the normal. And and that's, it's, it's, it's okay if you just, if you deal with it then, oh, well, in December and January, it's 60, 70 degrees. It's perfect out. So there's kind of a trade-off there, obviously, but uh, it, you really can't you really can't do much when it's 110 degrees outside. Uh, specifically, when much of what is to be done around here, what with the mountains and the 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 the, the desert and and the outdoor, they're you know they're all outdoorsy things. So suddenly, all these outdoorsy things are off limits because you will die in 15 minutes, exposed to the elements. So, maybe not die, but it, it becomes unpleasant. And if you're not prepared, you could die. And people do die. Uh, so, yeah, there's 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 definitely a trade-off. I mean, yeah, you could say, well, you're missing, at least you're missing out on the, the, the Chicago winters. True, but in winter you can still go out. You can always put on more clothes and more insulation to keep yourself warm. When it's super duper hot off, hot off, hot out, uh, there's only so much you can do uh, to protect yourself and keep yourself cool. And, and, and the main protection is to stay inside or stay in air conditioning or whatever. Uh, so a little, a little bit of a trade-off, certainly a trade-off. And, uh, you know, some people can't. Maybe they'll move down here. To uh, Arizona for the first time. How you doing, Wolfie, with your your tail? Well, I guess you're not gonna let me know. Uh, and uh, they experience their first sustained summer, and they're like, nope. And then that's the last they stay here. Uh, or you have the the snowbirds who just come down for the winter. They have their little rental condo or whatever, and then they go back to wherever fr from whence they came during the summers because they can't stand they can't stand the summers and it is no it's noticeably dead <laughs> like ghost town a lot of these places turn into ghost towns a lot of the stores change their hours uh, the zoo doesn't stay open till past like 1 p.m. Uh, during the summer months uh, simply because a how I don't know what the percentage is but a large percentage of the population goes back uh, to their normal full-time residences 
uh, and B, people just don't go out. <laughs> they they stay, like I said, indoors uh, in in that uh, air conditioning. And it's a stark contrast. March is the high time down here because you got all your spring breaks. You've got spring training. All the baseball teams come down here for spring training, and then everybody follows them down here. Uh, very dedicated baseball fans and and whatever come down here, and it gets really quite crowded uh, during the months of uh, May. Mar- I'm sorry, uh, March, March, uh, kind of February, March is a really bu- busy time down here. So yeah, it's all right. It's uh, you know I can't I can't say one or the other. I'd say I prefer I obviously prefer Arizona. Uh, and having visited back home a couple times, yeah, I could say I still prefer. Uh, and it's more so than just about the weather, too, even. But, uh, but yeah, thank you very much, Shadow Wolf, for that question. An anonymous donor asked, ooh, themes. Since your move, have you encountered many scary creatures? No, and that's another one of the things, moving down to the southwest, people worry about... Scorpions and tarantulas and rattlesnakes in their backyards and things. And I'm sure if you lived in the boonies in, uh, you know, the outskirts or near the mountains, you might have a problem with those sort of things. But no, I have not had any wild encounters with any scary creatures. A couple kind of garden snakes here and there that normally I haven't... I don't think I've ever seen a snake in Illinois. Yeah, some snakes... Uh, I've never, I've not seen, knock on wood, uh, a scorpion in the wild. Not seen a single scorpion, even though it's like a huge thing down here is exterminators, scorpion and pest controls. Uh, the the shocker, the most shocking thing I suppose that I wasn't expecting was the the first year down here, uh, or the first spring, was the sudden. Uh, explosion of black widow population outside the house on on the house and around the bottom of the house um, i was always kind of taught growing up that like black widow spiders are are, are death <laughs> and poison and 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 you get bitten your limbs will fall off so i thought it was a big deal but then i realized oh there's like 20 of them out here it seems to be a frequent uh object in in the southwest and sure enough it is uh, so I've since learned to uh, regularly just spray around. It keeps both the uh, spraying around keeps both obviously the spiders themselves away, but it also keeps the uh, crickets, tons of crickets, and and uh, cockroaches keeps them away, which are the spiders' food. So if there's no food around, then well, uh, there's there's no spiders. So yeah, that was like that's probably the only thing that I'm like I was like kind of concerned about. I'm like okay, I'm gonna make sure none of these get inside the house, house which they haven't. Uh, so, but yeah, no, none of the, uh, none of your typical Arizona wild creatures that you might, that you might, uh, probably associate that I've, I've experienced. Like I said, thankfully, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to have, uh, scorpions showing up or anything like that. Thank you very much. Don't mind if I do. Our friend Cone asks, did you ever watch the X Games or any sort of action sports growing up? I always did, despite having a zero athletic ambition or ability. Um, I mean, yeah, I grew up in the time when that was kind of becoming a big thing. Uh, when I was littler, I don't know how old I was, 11, 12, 
I wanted to learn how to ride the skateboard, but I never did because I kept falling off and hurting myself. So never learned to skateboard. Kind, I mean, not not with any. I didn't watch with any uh, particular uh, interest, you know, if it was on or whatever. I suppose, and just because it was kind of the big thing there at the in the in the nineties, in the late nineties, um, the X Games and extreme sports, uh, perhaps showed kind of a feigning interest in it, but I never, I never really, like, got to know the names, uh, you know, aside from, like, Tony Hawk or whatever, the, the big ones that you, you know, are popular culturalized, but, uh, not, uh, you know, I never really, I, d I didn't get into the different sports, the, the, the skateboarding, the BMXing, the, uh, the, um, other stuff, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what else they added to the, to the X Games. Are they still a thing, the X Games? Like, is that still a thing that happens? It's been kind of uh, replaced by a lot of these these Red Bull sports and uh, tournaments and things. So I don't know. But yeah, not 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 to a huge degree. Not to a huge degree. I don't believe. Look at this. Uh, look at this cloud. Sandy cloud above us. Uh, hmm, well, no, that seems to be support. No, there's there. That's just a bunch of sand. I'm gonna build the. Uh, this is dangerous because it's a shadow, but oh, and I've not I've not done this correctly at all. Need more dirt. I need more of a solid substance of which to make my elevated hidey hole upon. <laughs> oh god, this thing's gonna collapse in the night, isn't it? Like I, oop, that's not what I meant to do. A cactus is gonna grow and update the blocks and bury me alive. <laughs> Safety first. Speaking of which. <laughs> Speaking of death-defying, extreme sleeping in Far Lands or Busts. Let's do that and continue in the morning. And extreme, man. That was totally wicked, man. Totally extreme. I might need to... No, no. Have a seat, Wolfie. Woof, yeah, I know. We're getting a, a picture here for the thumbnail. Ooh, wow, that's actually probably going to be a perfect one. It won't be, and I'll end up using something else. Ah, uh, that's neat. Continuing on, as I said. Let's see here. Uh, oh, there's a couple questions here that I kind of need to, like better prepare for, so let's skip a few. Sorry! Let's skip a few. Hmm. Let's see here. Kevalave! Ivo asks, or says, during a live stream a while back, you mentioned that you bought but then returned Project Cars. Just wondering why that was. I purchased it because it was on sale and everybody was just telling me that I should play it to, to get a, a wide range of, of racing simulator type games under my belt. Uh, I tried it. I kind of, it was okay. The, the, the like 20 minutes that I played it for, it was okay. 
Uh, I wasn't necessarily too impressed. It was like a weird hybrid between Forza and uh, wannabe Assetto Corsa-ish sort of situation. But then literally like the day after I bought it and tried it, didn't record anything in it, I just wanted to see if it worked with my uh, racing wheel and stuff. Uh, literally the day after, the the company, what's the name of the company? I forgot the name of the company. The company announced that they were, uh, and, and it had just come out too, it wasn't a few months old really. Uh, the company announced that it was going to start development on Project Cars 2. And it needs your support over on Kickstarter or wherever they, they needed a, a fan funding campaign to start Project Cars 2. And then I was like, wait a minute. This game literally just came out within months ago, and it's, like, sold really well. It's been near the top of the charts, and uh, it's been, even while it was in development, was it had that whole fan, fan funding campaign that got in trouble with the FTC or, or whatever the, the agency in the country they were building it in because it was, like, an investor thing. The originally Project Cars was a... Uh, like, oh, you buy these different tiers and then you're, you you get paid back in, in dividends or whatever based on the success of the game and you have influence over what goes in the game. Uh, that turned out to be incredibly illegal <laughs> because it wasn't taking place, you know, because they were calling it investing and it was investing or whatever and that needs to be regulated. Uh, so they got in some, some trouble with that. So, I mean, it already... It already had funding, but then they released the game and it was like $40 or whatever, $50, I don't remember. Uh, and it was successful, so you'd think they'd have a, a stockpile of cash worked up there, but they, they came back and were, were already... Whilst there were still many bugs and problems people were having with Project Cars 1, they announced Project Cars 2, and we need like $2 million, or I don't know what it was, but a, a large amount of... a sum, a sum of money to, to, to work on Project Cars 2. And uh, it, it just... A lot of bad tastes, a lot of bad tastes based on their, their business practices previously, and then that was simply uh, just a, a re-reminder uh, of that. So I'm like, you know what, I'm not particularly impressed with it. I don't know anybody else who's playing it, so it's not like I could play multiplayer. Uh, and I'm still within, and, and it was also about the same time that Steam officially started taking refunds on games that were purchased within seven days and had less than two hours of gameplay in them or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I want to go ahead and start promoting this game or start playing this game and, and the developers. Uh, so I'm gonna opt out. So I opted out and uh, I tried out for the first time. That was the first time I like got a Steam refund on a game and uh, did that and uh, never looked back. Not, not really, um, don't feel like, whoa, hello, mouse fell out of my hand. Uh, don't really feel like I missed anything <laughs> by, by not playing Project Cars. And a lot of people hold the same, uh, opinions and, and have only, have only, whoops, excuse me, Wolfie, have only uh, re, uh, reinforced my decision in that regard. So yeah, just never, meh. There's so many other things that I'd rather play, I suppose, uh, without getting into the weird shifty happenings of this company that doesn't exactly jive well with, with, with how I think video games should be done and just weird, weird stuff indeed. So yeah, that's a couple of reasons really why right there. So yeah, thank you for uh, dusting off that old chestnut. <laughs> oh man. 
Max asks, have you heard of Soylent or similar products? Basically, it... Gosh, I'm going through a lot of boats today, aren't I? Boat! <laughs> Woof. Boat. Uh, it... Sorry. Wolfie. 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 <laughs> Stop pushing me. I'm crafting boats. Uh, it is... Dang it. Wolfie. <laughs> I'm getting work done. It is a bottle that has one-fifth of your daily nutritional needs. These days, I'm eating Soylent for breakfast and lunch, and then only cooking for dinner. And it has removed quite a good bit of stress and choice paralysis about meals from my life. Would you consider doing something like this? Other thoughts? I've, I've heard of it, and I, don't, I haven't looked into it too much. Obviously, it's named after Soylent Green, which is uh, Charlton Heston science fiction stuff. That was Charlton Heston, right? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Steve McQueen? No, that was Charlton Heston. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't... uh, My diet is already incredibly simple as it is, like I've mentioned before. Um, I know there is some skepticism in the real... in, in, like, the scientific and nutritional community as to whether or not it is a a nutritional substitute like they claim that you could just that's all you'd need to eat for you know like like he said it's it's one-fifth of your nutritional needs if you drank five bottles a day you wouldn't have to eat a single uh smidgen of food because all of your daily values of protein and vitamins and uh, calcium and and whatever else electrolytes your body needs to to survive would be it's like it's basically like baby formula, but for for grown human beings. I don't know. I'm a little bit skeptical about that. Uh, I mean, they certainly claim it to be true, and there have been bloggers and I'm sure YouTubers out there who have gone on like the 30 day Soylent challenge, where they that's all they have the entire month or whatever, and they lose a bunch of weight or survive just fine or whatever. But I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not in any rush to try it out. While I do have a pretty boring diet as it is, I still see, you know, food is still just... It's more than just nutrition. I mean, I could could see how there's this whole... uh, simplistic kind of... uh, reducing the complexity of things uh, and, and even uncluttering movement as of late that's been kind of spread out by the... the internets! I can see where that is attractive of an idea for those circles, but it, food to me is more than just uh, about nutrition. I mean, that's certainly a major part of it, and you got to be careful not to go too far in the other direction where food is entertainment, because uh, that's where you get into problems. Uh, but it is still, there's, there's entertainment, there's enjoyment to be had with food, and culture is a huge part of food, uh, so societal, you know, just uh, socialization stuff. So yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm in no hurry. It's, it exists, and if that's what you want to do, that's perfectly fine. Uh, and if it works for you, great. As long as you're not hurting yourself or anything like that, then, then fine. Oh, then. Uh, but, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really in no hurry or no interest to seek it out, or, or, or even try it, to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of shakes. I mentioned that I had tried 
just because I don't eat too much meat to begin with. Like, I had tried a, a gluten-free uh, protein shake powder thing just to, to add uh, whatever, you know, to, to fulfill those dietary needs. Uh, and it's not enjoyable. I don't like drinking my food, so uh, I've I've got a full, you know, a three-fourths full tub of that stuff that I should probably just throw it away. So yeah, I'm not 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 a big fan of that sort of thing to begin with. So, but yeah, I have heard of it. Uh, it's been around for well, not a while, but I remember. I don't remember. Was it like a Kickstarter or something? I remember when it like first came around. Oh, these people are doing this thing, uh, and it was first like a dry powder or whatever. But I guess now they're selling it in liquid bottled form. I guess. But, uh, yeah. Thank you very much, uh, who asked that? Max and everybody else who donated and asked questions that I got to in this episode of Firelands Bust. Very much appreciated. And if you yourself would like to ask a question, give a topic, uh, do so by donating. Whoa, where am I? Oh, here I am. Where am I? Who am I? Donating at... Farlandsbus.com, you're donating to Child's Play Charity. No, no, Wolfie, we are, uh, you're staying outside. Wolfie. Wolfie. There you go. Uh, Farlandsbus.com, donate to Child's Play Charity. There is a, look at that sunset. There is a widget there, a little box on the homepage that tracks how much money we've raised this season, but then also where you can click donate and donate yourself. And in the donation fields, or I'm sorry, form, there is a field where you can uh, leave a comment. And in that comment, you can ask a question. Make sure to leave your name there, too, because by default, all the donations are anonymous. Uh, so make sure make sure that's the thing you do. And uh, I look forward to uh, forward to answering them. It's our little... Uh, it's our way to communicate with each other. Farlanders to the Farlander and whatnot. And, and to show a little bit of appreciation, at least, for helping out the charity and getting us towards our goal. I'm as interested in finding out what the new F3 number is going to be as you are, so working towards a common goal and helping get toys, books, uh, and games to kids in, in hospitals around the world. That's what Child's Play Charity does. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for watching episode 598 of Farlands Bust. My name is Kurt. I... His name is Wolfie. I will see you... Next time!